wow, is this really how it works? So you commit to Miami, and then they take away one of your stars. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including pregame and postgame for Miami Hurricanes football. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen every day. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked on College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. Oh man, guys, this Jaden Wayne stuff. I didn't realize there would be this much of just a tidal wave. So there's something that I knew at the time when he committed to Miami, he was at that time, a five-star composite player when you average out the different recruiting services, but a four-star according to 24-7, which was the same situation with Francis Maui Goa, because 24-7 actually only has four players in the class of 2023 as five stars right now. Uh, So when Maui Goa chose Miami, he was a four-star 24-7, five-star composite. People start to argue, how come he's a five-star? Some places five-star, some places four-star, other places. So that originally happened with Jaden Wayne, but then another thing happened an hour after Jaden Wayne committed to Miami on Sunday, he went from a five-star player, I guess it was Saturday, if I'm being precise, on Saturday, within an hour of his commitment, he went from a five-star player, number 30 overall, according to the 24-7 composite rankings, to a four-star and number 41. Why? Why did this happen? Now, I know why it happened. I'm going to explain it real quick, and then let's move on to some of the backlash. Um, To be honest, with this whole fiasco, 24-7 sports, they deserve some blame, no question, and I'll explain why, but they definitely deserve less than 50% of the blame here if I'm assigning it. The real villain here is on three sports. So 24-7 They change nothing about their own rankings, right? The scores that their scouts and talent evaluators came up with, their own ranking did not change. It did not change an hour after Jaden Wayne committed. It did not change, you know, in the weeks leading up to him picking Miami. Uh, As far as I can tell, the actual talent evaluators at 24-7 Sports did not do anything nefarious there. They always had Wayne as a four-star Because like I said, they only have four five-star players on their entire service at this time. So the composite score, because you see that when you click on a player's profile on 24-7 sports, you see the 24-7 specific ranking and you see the composite ranking. So the composite is an average of the four major services, 24-7, ESPN, Rivals, and most recently on three sports, which are the new kids on the block. They're a new network. According to 24-7, and by the way, um, I am taking this following info directly from the source. A friend of the show, Gabby Yerudia, 
who uh, who scouts uh, Miami. He's a Miami recruiting analyst from 24-7 Sports and David Lake. They do the Through the Smoke podcast. They both work for 24-7. They explained what they know about this whole uh, debacle that took place after the Jaden Wayne commitment. So according to 24-7, when Jaden Wayne transferred from the state of Washington to the state of Florida, he's now at IMG Academy. He just enrolled there. His on three ranking as part of the composite score didn't transfer properly into the 27, sorry, the 24 7 database. So, this error, the timing of it sucked. This error was noticed right after he committed to Miami, and then they input the data an hour to include the on three ranking. And then the whole thing went down the toilet. Okay. He lost a star because he went from 30 to 41. And if you're outside the top 32 in the composite, you're not a five-star, right? Only the top 32, according to composite, are given a five-star label. He loses a star, dropping from 30 to 41. Hurricanes fans, I think rightfully so for the most part. Some of y'all are crazy, but most of y'all are, are cool. <laughs> um, they got very angry. Uh, some of you, like, you, you canceled your subscriptions to 24-7 and anybody else. Um, so he, here's where 24 seven sports, I, I believe does deserve some blame, even though they didn't change their own score. The timing of it is incredibly, uh, suspicious and incredibly unfortunate when you happen to notice right after he commits, oh, now let's fix our database. Let's input the on three data and on three. We'll talk about it severely. I believe underrates Jane Wayne. So let's submit the on three data and correct our score. And then boom, this young man on one of the biggest days of his life, one of the biggest days of his life, because the whole college announcement, you know, for 17 year old announcing where they're going to be a division one, four or five star guy was a five star guy announcing where they're going to be playing college football. That is a big moment in this young man's life. He made the announcement on his sister's birthday. He let his sister help him, you know, make the announcement. She's the one who put the Miami hat on. And then you try and ruin this kid's moment by downgrading his stars and getting everybody talking about it on the same day that he makes one of the biggest decisions of his life. That's on 24 seven. I don't know why 24 seven, why they didn't have the proper data in the first place. I don't think that's been really adequately explained. And then why they decided to update it right after his announcement. Uh, I feel bad for Jaden Wayne in this situation. Okay. Uh, it's important to note a couple of things though, that I, there's people were very unclear on this and I'll emphasize it again. 24 seven sports did not change their own ranking of Jaden Wayne that stayed the same before and after the commit. And I was told that on three did not change their ranking either. They just always had him incredibly underrated, which is a head scratcher. Um, and do not, go after Gabby Yerudia. It's not his fault. He personally did not do anything wrong. And I know that that guy does not have it out for the Canes. He does not have an anti Miami bias. So I think the big question is outside of the fact that shame on 24 seven for updating their database at the time that they did. And at the way that they did, because the optics were awful. And you want to talk about optics? I saw a lot of people screenshotting this. You know, 24-7, it is a pay-for service, but they do offer a lot of free content. They offer free content and paywall content. And they put out 
a statement on what happened, but the statement was behind a paywall. So it's like, hey, if you want to know why we screwed up Jaden Wayne's ranking, you've got to pay us a dollar for the month to read why. That was just a terrible look. They Maybe they changed that to a free story, but to, to say, hey, I know you guys are really mad that you pay for our content and we just really botched this, but now pay us a dollar to read why we botched it. Like the optics of that were horrible. That should have been a free offering from minute one. So, I mean, my question is, should we really be including on three in composite rankings? First of all, I haven't forgotten from a few weeks ago, this is the very same website on 3.com that reported fake NIL numbers about Jaden Rashada to make Miami look bad right after he committed to the U. Uh, it made the Gator Collective look bad either. I don't mind them looking bad, but fair is fair. If this these numbers were made up, it's not fair to them. Like they reported that Florida collective offered Jaden Rashada 11 million and Miami offered him nine and a half million. I did digging on that. Those numbers, fantasy land. They're not real. And the damage is already done because folks, as much as I tell you those numbers are not real, and I know that they're not real, as much as John Ruiz tells you those numbers are real, people still believe it. Like I, I have discussions almost daily and it's not necessarily with Miami fans, but people who root for other college football teams are like, oh, Miami's paying, they're paying $10 million in NIL for quarterbacks. They're out there buying players. They don't care if that report was refuted. Once it's there, it's forever for a lot of these people. So the damage was done there from on three, trying to make Miami look bad with that bogus report about $9.5 million in NIL. Um, and you look at this. Huge shout out to a great tweet from Andrew Ferrelli, who analyzed some of the on three rankings. And again, when 24-7 puts out their composite scores for a player, it's an average of that player's score from their own service 24-7, from ESPN, from Rivals, and from on three, which they recently added to the formula. You take a look at Miami's top five commitments in the class of 2023 so far. The folks at on three are out to lunch with some of their rankings. The only one that's consistent is Francis Maui Goa. So here's the way that uh, you compare the 24-7 rankings, I'll give you those first, versus the on threes. 24-7 first, then on three. So Francis Maui Goa, he's a, a 13. Uh, this is their ranking in the class. Francis Maui Goa, 13 on 24-7, 14th rated player on on three. So that one's right about there. No no big time uh no big time variance on that one, okay? Jaden Wayne, number 36 on 24-7, number 93 on on three. That's why he dropped so much when they added on three to the composite. According, according to on3.com, Jaden Wayne barely cracks the top 100. It's madness. I don't know where they come up with this or if they're intentionally trolling to create conversations, but... That's a huge difference, okay? Jaden, oh, get ready for this one. This one's even crazier. Jaden Rashada, according to 24-7, 29th player in the class. According to On3, 155th. They barely rate the guy. Riley Williams. Uh, this one actually, On3 likes Riley better than 24-7, which is odd. Uh, Riley Williams, 77 on 24-7. Number 52 on On3, okay. I'll give you that one. Uh, Ray Ray Joseph, 
110 on 24-7, 225th on on three. That's a wild difference. And Andrew Ferrelli concluded his tweet by pointing out Miami's top five commitments average out to 53rd overall on 24-7, 108th overall on on three. That's over twice as high. <laughs> and even for other players that weren't, you know, recruited or committed to Miami. A lot of people are posting threads of how much on threes rankings differ for a number of different players from ESPN rivals and 24 seven. These guys differ so much from the other major services. I seriously wonder why 24 seven even goes out of their way to include them in their composite. Like why even give them that attention? And it's screwing up your rankings when they differ that much. It's screwing up your composite. They throw the rankings off so much. There's a theory out there that since on three is such a new network, they do some of this on purpose to generate cheap clicks by essentially trolling. Everyone wants to read this to see what it's all about. I'm sure they would deny an allegation like this, but that allegation is out there, and I, I, I don't, I don't have any, any, any evidence to back it up. But that is something that people think, oh, man. So when we come back, we'll dis- we'll discuss because uh, I want to get into some good news as well. I want to talk about a couple of big time recruits who will be announcing in the near future and where Miami stands. Miami could be, could be about to land a four star linebacker, and if he does commit to Miami, will he be a three star linebacker in our? after his announcement we will talk about that uh as the sun comes out my friends small businesses are back on linkedin jobs makes it easier to grow your team linkedin jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free create a free job post in minutes on linkedin jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people then Add your job and the purple hiring hashtag frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. And couple more things on this Jaden Wayne situation and the loss of a star. Uh, let me be clear on this, okay? Recruiting rankings are subjective, right? There's not really any hard, fast formula across all the different services for how this stuff works. A lot of people who come up with these rankings base them off of hype, location, and secondhand information, right? Do you know how hard it is? to keep track of high school athletes across 50 states in this great country of ours, and even sometimes out of this great country of ours, because you've got international players now. I mean, you know, guys like Frankie Tinelau, who just came over from Australia, okay? Real ones. Friend of mine and a friend of our show, people like Larry Bluestein, and there are not that many blues out there just because of the sort of time, dedication, and knowledge that goes into what he does. Larry Bluestein, for example, doesn't really believe in the star system. He travels around the state of Florida and travels around the country 
watching games in person and evaluating players in person. Sometimes, and it happens a lot, Blue will tell me on the record or off the record, certain players in high school are way underrated by the recruiting services, and some guys are way overrated by the recruiting services based on the stars because there's politics that go into it, believe me. And, you know, players from smaller towns like Emory Williams are going to get the shaft because they just don't get scouted enough or seen enough by a lot of these people. So if we're talking about who suffers here from this error, I do feel bad for Jaden Wayne, the player himself. An hour after he announces Miami, he gets then flooded with questions around the internet as to why he went from a five-star to a four-star. And, you know, Kane's fans were never going to change. We believe, and we have good reason to believe it, since the 1980s, there has been an anti-Miami agenda. I don't necessarily think that that's completely fair here, but we feel that way based on the way our program has been covered since the 1980s. It's why I put on a tinfoil hat from time to time. This only fuels that narrative. This only fuels that narrative. So it's not fair to Jaden Wayne that this happened. It's not fair to his family. And that now you've got Antonio Tripp's father coming out wondering why, like, apparently, according to him, uh, his son, Antonio Tripp Jr., went from four stars to three stars. So it's like, why does this happen for guys who commit to Miami? Now, do not feel bad for Mario Cristobal and his staff. Mario does not care. He did not lose a second of sleep over a clerical error in a recruiting database. Mario, he is out there doing his own evaluations and his own scouting. He's trying to land the best possible players to fit in with his team. And sometimes Mario is even going to think four-star players are better than certain five-star players. Apparently something like that happened with that five-star receiver who went to LSU instead of Miami. You know who I'm talking about. Apparently he values other players that the recruiting services don't value as much versus the ones that they do value. And on Jaden Wayne specifically, Mario Cristobal offered Jaden Wayne when Mario was at Oregon, he offered Wayne after his eighth grade season. He didn't have any stars at that time. Nobody knew how many stars that guy was going to have three years later. So Mario saw it back then. He saw the talent back then. He didn't recruit Jaden Wayne because he was a five-star. He recruited Jaden Wayne because he was a great player, and Mario knew he was going to be a stud. Now, you know, a lot of fans out there, they got a little angry on Jaden's behalf, which I, I get it. Um, but fans, let's get over this quickly, okay? I'm I'm done with it now. After talking about it on this episode, I'm through All that matters is Mario is trying to build a team to win titles. Stars don't matter. Wins matter. Championships matter. And Jaden Wayne is just as good now as he was when he was a five-star player, okay? So talking about future recruiting, we're going to be watching another big fish tomorrow. He's a four-star player for now. (laughs) He's a four-star player for right now. Linebacker Raul Aguirre, who lives in Georgia, he's going to be announcing tomorrow that's tuesday at 3 p.m it's a tug of war between miami and alabama nobody knows for sure but i've been told by some of the folks that i speak to that uh you you can feel you can feel pretty good about raul aguirre again nobody knows for sure this isn't one of those where i'm going to come out and say yep he's coming we got this one locked down i don't know that for a fact but there are, there are some factors to consider here. Yeah, he plays in Georgia. Uh, family, though, is from Miami. You know, want to know where his father went to high school? Raul Aguirre's father 
went to Miami Columbus, the alma mater of Mario Cristobal. I was told that Raul Aguirre Jr., uh, I, I don't know if his father is senior, but the, the actual player, Raul Aguirre, that he's got Miami 305 tattooed on his body. So I, I'm going to take that as a good sign. Uh, he's going to be making the announcement from his high school in Fayetteville, Georgia, Whitewater High School. Um, he is the 121st overall player in the class. That's according to the famous composite rankings, the ninth linebacker and the ninth overall player from Georgia in the state of 2023. If he does commit to Miami tomorrow, and this is an excellent player, and boy, Raul Aguirre coming in to be coached by Charlie Strong and to be coached by Kevin Steele, the defensive coordinator, I hope he knows the opportunity he would have to take on coaching like that. And also, the linebacker room being what it is, it's good for young players like this to come in because within a couple of years, you're definitely going to have an opportunity to play because Miami's linebacker room is not that great and not that deep. It's one of the one of the perceived weaknesses of this team. So I hope Aguirre understands all the factors here, whether it be wanting to come to South Florida or just wanting to be coached by the best and have an opportunity to play very early in his college career. Those opportunities are here for Miami. If he does commit, he would be the second linebacker committed uh, behind three-star Bobby Washington. So that would make Aguirre the most prized linebacker in the class to this point, okay? Uh, a couple of other players to watch out for. Miami has made the top five. He announced his top five. Wide receiver Andy Jean. He's, uh, I don't think an announcement is necessarily imminent here. I don't know when he's going to do it, but he did narrow down a top five that includes Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Texas A&M, and the University of Miami. And Andy Gene, this is a four-star wide receiver. You know, a lot of people think he's, you know, a five-star quality player. The interesting thing about Gene was this guy was committed to Miami, decommitted from Miami back in March, but the staff never gave up on this guy. They've been recruiting him like crazy. He's made several visits even since decommitting. So he basically just opened up his commitment. He didn't say no Miami. He just said, you know, I, I kind of want to see what else is out there. And sometimes the grass isn't greener on the other side for the local kids like this at a Miami Northwestern. So Miami very much obviously in the mix for Andy Jean. Uh, I'm getting some good vibes on this one, especially since Jalen Brown didn't come. Um, I, I think maybe there's a reason. I think maybe Miami started recruiting players like Andy Jean and like Hakeem Williams even harder, and they backed off from Jalen Brown a little bit. So, uh, you know, you, you could feel good about him being in Miami's finalists. Now, a player who does have an announcement date set, and it's coming up very soon, Jaden Bonsu, the four-star safety out of New Jersey. Oh, I'm feeling really good about this one, guys. And I'll tell you why. Well, for a number of reasons, because I've been told good things about this behind the scenes for Jaden Bonsu. Uh, but how about this one? This just dropped within the last day. Steve Wiltfong, the Grim Reaper. You know, as you say this, if if you're expecting a player to come to your school and then Steve Wiltfong of 24-7, if he puts in a crystal ball for another school, that's a wrap. This guy's 91.45% on his crystal balls, and he's made over 3,800 of them just in the past year, over 91% on those. He put in a Jaden Bonsu crystal ball for Miami. So that's a really, really good sign. This is one of the best safeties in the class. And I've also, by the way, been told, uh, and I don't think he has a date set yet, but it could be coming very soon. 
I've been told to feel very good about another five-star offensive tackle. Miami got the top tackle in the class last week. Uh, the third-ranked tackle in the class, Samson Okunlola. I'm hearing some very good vibes that he could end up picking the University of Miami. And uh, the announcement could be coming you know, within days or weeks. So be on the lookout for that one. Going to answer a couple of questions when we come back. Got some very good questions. You can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Canes. We will follow back. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Canes. You can also follow my personal at Alex Dono. Got a very good question about Miami's quarterback commits. And is there any cause for concern coming out of Elite 11? Guys, I want to remind you, our friends at betonline.net, they are the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball, college football futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So a couple questions I wanted to highlight on this episode, and we'll answer more Twitter questions throughout the week, believe me. Kane Gang 305 asked me, do we have anything to be concerned about with the Elite 11 showing by Miami's quarterbacks? Remember, Miami had two Elite 11 finalists, which in itself is very good. He said, I know Rashada didn't have his best, and it's nice to have two, but Emory Williams didn't place. I hope the answer is no. Just want y'all's take. Thanks. Um, okay, so there were a couple of different rankings that we looked at coming out of Elite 11. You had the 24-7 one, which had, I think they had Rashada ranked ninth, if I'm not mistaken, and they did not have Emory Williams in their top 11. They did say some nice things about them, though. But we also read the Sports Illustrated uh, um, Elite 11 rankings coming out of the Elite 11 final, which was written by a friend of the show, John Garcia, who I know watched it very intently, was there in person watching it. Uh, he, you know, they had Jaden Rashada actually ranked 11th, but there's kind of a catch to that, but they had Emory Williams ranked third. So by all accounts, do not be afraid that Emory was not ranked in the top 11 by 24 seven, because to anyone who was actually out there and we've spoken to a few, I was not out there personally, but I've spoken to people who are Emory Williams was actually a very pleasant surprise out there that people were not even expecting him to do as well as he did. And then as far as Jaden Rashada goes. Here's what hurt Jaden Rashada, because remember, this was a three-day event, the Elite 11 Finals, and there were different skills that you were showcasing each day. Rashada's average got very hurt by the first day. He did not have a good first day. Um, There's several excuses and reasons you could come up for it, which I think are valid. He hadn't really been throwing in the last couple of months because he had been focusing so much on his official visits and recruiting, so he had really cooled down. Um, the Elite 11 also started like a day after those Fugazi NIL reports that I know really got under his skin because, you know, it, the, the on three report, whether you believe it or not, made it sound like this guy was just selling out for the highest bidders. And that's the way a lot of fans took it. And it got in his head. So he didn't have a very good first day. But what John Garcia told me was day by day, Rashada got better and better, more comfortable um, it's been said that Rashada was the best deep ball thrower in the entire 
uh, class. There were 20 quarterbacks there at the Elite 11 final. He was the best deep ball thrower, and he did not have a good day one, which hurt his average, but a very good day two and three. So I was told in no uncertain terms, do not overreact to Rashada's Elite 11 and don't worry about it, right? His talent stands for itself. And then with Emery Williams, I take it as a positive, right? So, okay, so 24-7 had him unranked, but they did consider him like a guy who they they even admitted, like we could have put him in our top 11. And then Sports Illustrated thought so highly of the way Emery Williams played at Elite 11, they actually had him in their top three. So I'm not worried about Rashada, and I actually think that the Emery Williams news was good news, not bad news. Um, last one I'm going to read here. NJR responded to our episode, our recent episode from Saturday, where we asked if the Florida Gators could actually block Miami from joining the SEC. And he says, quote, if Texas couldn't, if Texas A&M couldn't block Texas, it cannot be done. There's a real hate there that all runs deep. And no doubt, um, Florida alone could not block Miami from joining the SEC. I think 75% uh, of the teams would need to vote Miami in. So you would have in, if I'm wrong on this, correct me, but I think more than 25% would have to rule them out. So it would take more than just Florida. I would just be worried about other schools like Alabama and Georgia and LSU who love recruiting down in South Florida. They don't want to lose the advantage that they have of saying to South Florida players, hey, if you're thinking of going to Miami, remember, we're in the SEC. We're in the big boy conference. They're in the lowly ACC. So if Miami were to enter the ACC, some of these schools who recruit heavily in the region would lose that particular advantage. So Florida alone could not block Miami from joining the SEC. It would take a bunch of SEC schools to do that. Too early for me to say whether or not that could happen. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode. Hey, get more on the ACC by making Locked On ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked On take you across the ACC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On ACC your second listen, Locked On ACC. We will talk to you guys again tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Canes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.